We got it right. They obviously didn't like what we're going to say. So let's start again. And remember today, what I'm going to show you is we're below this trend line over here. And what we need to do is we need to decide whether we're going to go back above the trend line because the FOMC meeting is happening today and it's a big FOMC meeting. Or do we follow this plan over here, which is start going down, probably hit 36 to 37,000. And then, um, and then what do we do in that situation? That's what we're going to be talking about today. Also, 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 while we are live here today, as I said to you guys earlier, we're going to trade the Jupiter airdrop live. It's one of the biggest airdrops that's going to happen on the Solana ecosystem. And when I say we're going to trade the Jupiter airdrop live, it's not about trading just Jupiter because that's easy, but we're going to trade Jupiter together. We're also going to trade a whole list of meme coins and altcoins that should run when this airdrop actually happens. And you can see Miro's already started. It's up 14.46%. You got Wayne, which is up 8.39%. But there are a whole lot of other opportunities. There are a whole lot of other opportunities that we're going to be trading together right here, right now, live on the second show. Because the first show, we got drugged by the powers that be. And in true banter style, we don't give up we put the stream up and we get everybody back and we start the show again and we get the fucking show on the road and we have the best ever the best show ever so let's go let's have the best show ever Okay, here's my challenge to you. We got rugged the first time, and we know why we got rugged, because whenever we talk about things that they don't like, they rug us. Your job is to get the stream numbers on this stream to be as high as the one we had before. We had 5,000 people on our stream when we got rugged. If you smash the like button, and if you subscribe to the show, to this channel, then we're gonna fly, and we're gonna overtake those numbers, and I think we should try and get there. So that's your challenge. My challenge is to quickly give you guys the highest alpha per minute show on the interwebs. Also, if you did miss the first part of the show, remember, you need to subscribe to Banter and Banter Plus. Two reasons, one, you can win the Banter Bags. If you wanna win the Banter Bags, don't be like Coffee Please, who was only subscribed to Banter, wasn't subscribed to Banter Plus. Last opportunity to win the Banter Bags. Subscribe to Banter, subscribe to Banter Plus, get yourself an exchange account. The exchange link's below, Bybit, BitGet, BitFlex. You guys went apeshit degen for the BitFlex logo because you don't like to reveal your KYC details, it would seem. Just a bunch of degens who don't like to, 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 to do that. Anyway, let's get on with the meat and potatoes of the show because we've got a lot of catching up to do because the market is moving. You see, the market is moving ahead of us and the market has to make a decision now. Are we going to go back above the trend line and be in safe territory or are we going to come down? And if we come down, what is our plan? And today I'm actually going to show you a plan. There's a spreadsheet. Spreadsheet has a plan. We build a plan together. I'll show you how to execute the plan. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Um, but I'm also going to show you the bull case scenario to get, uh, uh, to get this up now. How do we get this up? How do we get what could drive us above the trend line? And the thing that could drive us above the trend line, as I said, is the FOMC meeting, which is happening today, first FOMC meeting of the year. We're not expecting rate cuts today. No one is expecting rate cuts today. No one in the world except 2.1% of people. We're going to look for clues about what Powell says about the next FOMCs and the rate at which they will keep uh, 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 reducing rates. So we're going to be paying attention to the press conference rather than to actually the interest rate announcement, which comes out 30 minutes before. When the press conference comes out, we're going to listen with our bullish bias. We're going to listen to see, because the market has a bullish bias now. We're in bull market. We're in, we're in all-time high market on the NASDAQ. We're in all-time high market on the S&P. The market is bullish, and what they're going to be listening for is any hints that Powell is going to reduce interest rates soon 
And when we say soon, I think probably the most optimistic case on the, on, on, in, in the one in May. I don't see interest rates increasing in, in uh, decreasing in March. And even in May, I must say, I'm quite skeptical. But the market is pricing in, the market, if you look at, at, at the futures, the market is pricing in that at the next eight, there's going to be eight meetings this year. And the market is pricing in five rate cuts out of the eight FOMC meetings starting in May. So this is what we're listening out for today. Um, remember, the market does have a bullish bias. And so I think that this FOMC may actually follow the same path as all the other FOMCs. And so what, what we're seeing now is we're seeing the Bitcoin degens. The Bitcoin degens are now starting to take big positions. And that is what is actually causing the price to go up a little bit. We were at 42500 but now the DJs are saying, look, we're getting closer to FOMC. Let's catch these positions. You can see the open interest is starting to creep up ahead of the FOMC. And the reason why that's happening is because if you look at the data around the previous FOMC meetings, that is where the secret lies. That's where the secret source lies. So now I want to talk to you about the data of the FOMC meeting. And that is where we got cut off last time, where I started telling you about the FOMC meeting. So let's quickly recap. Let's break up the FOMC meetings into multiple categories. Let's Break up the FOMC uh, meetings last year. So last year, before, while, FO, while rates were being increased. And then the question we're asking is, when is Powell going to stop increasing rates? Then in September, Powell stopped increasing rates. It was the first FOMC meeting where we actually got no increase. And then from that point on, we didn't ask, when is Powell going to stop increasing rates? We started to ask the next question, which is, when are rates going to start decreasing? So let's break up the FOMC is into three parts. The first part, when will rates stop increasing? The second part is September. That was the, the, the border. And then we've had two FOMC meetings since then. And those FOMC meetings are the ones where we can say that, we can say that while we were increasing rates, we were hawkish. When we got to September, we were neutral. And then we started to look for dovish, which is optimistic. So before we were bearish, then we were neutral, then we were optimistic. In the bearish times, what do we look for? We looked for any clue that Powell would give us that he's going to stop raising rates. Then we got to September. He stopped raising rates. He gave us what we wanted. We started to ask the next question. When is Powell going to reduce rates? In November, we asked when is Powell going to reduce rates? And in December, we asked when is Powell going to reduce rates? So if we can find a pattern around the way that FOMCs traded in the last two FOMC meetings, maybe we can say that that's probably how we're going to trade going into this FOMC, right? And that's exactly what I did for you. I went back into the FOMC meetings. I took a list of all the FOMC meetings and the previous dates. I said that, you know, January, February, March, May, June, July, those were the bearish years. Then this is where we pivoted. And then we had a FOMC meeting in October and we had an FOMC meeting in December. So the big question is what happened in October and December? How did we trade pre-FOMC? How did we trade the day of the FOMC? And then how did we trade while the FOMC was happening and afterwards? That's what I want to show you. So this is the data that I went to dig up. The first thing that I did was I went back to all the FOMCs. I basically said, this one over here, not really interested in this one because this is like a, the pivot point. Anything before that was bearish. Here is my pivot point. Now we start moving forward and we say, okay, we've had two FOMC meetings. What happened 
in these FOMC meetings? How did the market respond? Is there some kind of pattern that I can pick up about how the market responded? Can I make some kind of assumption or assertion based on what can actually happen today? So let's look at it. On the 20th of September, this was the FOMC meeting we're not really paying attention to, right? We're not going to uh, 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 pay any attention to that. Then on the 1st of November, so on the 1st of November, you can see what happened. This is the FOMC. This is when Powell actually started to speak. And when Powell started to speak, we started to go up. Okay, so you can see that. When Powell started to speak, we started to go up. Let's look at the same thing in December. Market starts going up, Powell starts speaking, we go up. Why? Because the market is listening to this. And what they're saying is, we are, um, we are, expe- we are looking for the bullish positive information. So that's what I'm expecting today. I'm expecting this kind of pattern to happen today. But that's not enough. That's not enough. Let's go back to those dates, which is the 1st of November. And then uh, the, the one before that, so the one after that was the 1st of November and the 13th of December. So let's go back on the Bitcoin chart. Let's go back to the 13th of November. Uh, it is over here. And let's look at what happened on the 13th of November. We were moving up. We did very well until like the 9th or 10th. Then we started to move down. Then on the day of the FOMC, let's, go, let's, let's actually zoom in. Hold on a second. Let, let's try and find a better picture here and see if we can zoom in. So it's the, it's the 1st of November. So let, let's look at the 1st of November. Let's go here. 1 November. 30th October and 1 November are the days that we're looking at. It's these days over here. There we go. 30th of November uh, and 30th of October and 1 November, which is over here. And you can see that what happened was, let me go into a four-hour chart because I think that will give us a better, a better view of it. Uh, let's quickly just see where we're at. So this is January. Let's go back. I'll show you how there's actually a pattern in, in, in the charts here. So... 30th October, 1 November, that is over here. You can see that we were going sideways, maybe even slightly down. And then we got a pump. And then we started to come down after the FOMC meeting. So here what we're saying is sideways, which is exactly what happened now. Maybe sideways with a slight dip. And then after the sideways with a slight dip, you can see there was a big candle down and candle up. And then we went up when Powell actually started speaking. Which means that if we follow this pattern, we're actually following it to a T. We went with a little pump before. We're now starting to come down. And then hopefully when Powell starts speaking, we get a bit of a pump. But watch out. Because after that, you can see the next couple of days were actually slightly down. But we did put in a higher high. So that was the 1st of November. Let's go to the 13th and 14th of December, which was the next FOMC meeting. It is, is it the 13th and 14th? Let's not mess the date up again. Uh, 13th and 14th, it's the 12th and 13th of December, I think. 12th and 13th of December. Bitcoin price, 12th and 13th of December. Here we go. 12th and 13th of December over here. What happened? We were doing amazingly well. 44,300. Day before the FOMC, we dip. We move slightly sideways. Powell starts talking. We go up. We come back down. In this case, again, we made a higher low. You see, so there's the, there's the low over there. There's the low over there. So if we play out exactly the same pattern, and obviously we don't know if, it can, if it's going to be the same or not the same, we can assume that since we're in this new period, we're in the new period now. We were in the old period. We're now in the new period, okay? In the old period, 
It was a bearish pattern in the new pa- period. It was a bullish. It's a bullish pattern, and now we are hoping that today is going to do exactly the same thing. If it does, there's a good chance that we break up above this trend line over here. And look at the numbers that you're looking at. You're looking at on the daily. On the daily, you're looking at about 43,200, 43,300. You want to close above there to get to get into what I'm going to call the safe zone for now, right? You want to go, you want to close above there to get into the safe zone. So that is what we're keeping our eyes open for. That is what we're doing. But at this point, I think what needs to happen is we need to be prepared for both sides. So how do we prepare for both sides of the coin? Let's play it like this. If you want the market to go up, which I don't, by the way, I want the market to go down and I'll show you in a second why I want the market to go down because I'm a long-term bull and because I'm a long-term bull and I haven't bought enough of my favorite tokens and because I have huge convictions that we're in a bull market, actually the move that I want is the down move, right? Why? Because it's going to give me an opportunity early, early, early on in the cycle to buy the tokens that I haven't yet got. But there is a chance that unfortunately the market's going to be cruel to me and what it's going to do is it's just going to send above the trend line. And then, I'm, then I've missed the boat. So how do you prepare for both? How do you get yourself prepared for both? And I want to show you how I am preparing for both. You can choose to follow me, not choose to follow me. That's up to you. But I'm just going to show you exactly how I'm, pre- how I'm preparing for the situation. So I mentioned to you that we had a dip of about 21%. This last dip was a 21% dip top to bottom. And it has been in line with all the other dips that we've had in this bull market, but it wasn't as aggressive as the dips that I actually wanted. So I didn't land up buying as much as I wanted. And what I'm trying to do now is I'm trying not to FOMO into the market because, um, someone, wait, wait, is it there, Josh? Is it gone? Yes. Amazing. Gone. Okay, good. People are commenting. I had white fluff in my hair. See, someone says. Okay, so I'm expecting the worst, but hoping for the best. And maybe a good saying for all of us is to say, protect yourself from the downside and let the upside take care of itself. So we'll protect ourselves if the downside does come. But the upside, if the upside comes, then we're all going to be happy and we're going to take for, for themselves. But what you want to do is you want to prepare yourself for the downside. So let's prepare ourselves for the worst, hope for the best. Hopefully we get the best. And for me, as I say, the best is a scenario which looks like this. We come in, we sweep, we go all the way down here. Let's just quickly, let's just get, quickly get a brush here, draw a nice. So we go down, touch some kind of level here. I'm hoping somewhere under 36, 37, which is, by the way, what Sheldon says. And then somehow we start turning and then we go back up into major old season. So that is my base case, good scenario. My, ba- my bad case, bad scenario is we just go up from here and then I've missed the buys. And then the problem is that the next time I catch the buys, probably looks something like this. So it does that. We come down and then I'm buying the, 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 the altcoins when Bitcoins are actually at 45,000 if it goes back towards the trend or something like that. So how do I prepare myself? What do I do? How do we make sure we capitalize for the good and for the bad. So I'm going to show you a little trick. Uh, we spoke about it on Sheldon's show, but I'll show you guys how I'm applying it on my show. So number one is look at my portfolio. Here's my portfolio here. I am not increasing and I'm not decreasing any of these tokens. And the reason why I'm not increasing, I'm not decreasing any of these tokens is because every single one of these tokens, I'm happy to hold for three or four months, regardless of how big the dips are. I have conviction in every single one of these protocols that something good is going to happen. I'm not going to be right on all, but I have my own reasons as to why I'm holding each one of them. So GMX, I believe in decentralized perpetuals trading. 
Um, and therefore I'm investing in GMX. Uh, Arbitrum, because I believe the ETH narrative is going to happen. Bitcoin, because it's Bitcoin. Phantom, because I think Andre Cronier is at some point going to do something amazing. Also, because Sheldon went and bought that into my portfolio without asking. Um, ICP, it's my Deepin, um, Punt, Rune, Solana, Stargate. You know my thesis about all of these. And Sui, you know the thesis. We've spoken about these theses. 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 Not theses. It's theses for a long time. Now, so the first part of my prep is I don't have any shit in my portfolio. I've only got things that I'm happy to hold for more than one cycle. I'm happy to hold every single one of these tokens if we get the dip. So go back and look at your portfolio and make sure that you're not holding any tokens that you don't think are going to perform well when we go into a situation like this, if we go into a situation like this. Okay, cool. That way, what's going to happen? Can we get this, this game, GM, can we get this game stuff out of, out of our chat? Okay, so we do this, I'm happy, we go back up. Under the assumption that we do that, I'm ready. How am I ready? Well, I've got a list. I've created a buy list of all the tokens that I wanted to buy, but never got into, or all the tokens that I wanted to buy, but didn't get as much as I wanted. And what I'm doing is I'm getting two prices, price one and price two. Price one is here, if Bitcoin hits 36K, and price two is if Bitcoin hits 32K, right? And so what I'm saying is, look, if Bitcoin hits 36K, I'm expecting the price of B, IMX, all these that are on my buy list. Now, this is not your buy list. Everyone's going to have an, their own buy list because only you know what your portfolio looks like. I don't know what your portfolio looks like. I don't know what you're missing, whether you're missing cross-chain protocols, whether you're missing gaming protocols. I don't know what's missing in your portfolio. I'm missing these things in my portfolio, right? Okay, Jupiter is starting to trade. Uh, if we can just send me a link for Jupiter. I see Jupiter starting to trade. Let's make sure we got it. When, it. when it comes to Jupiter, this is the airdrop that's happening on Solana. It's happening in 42 seconds. Um, then people are going to get their tokens. We, people are going to get their tokens, and then we're going to start trading. Anything above a dollar, overpriced. Anything under 50 cents, underpriced. Do I have money in my... I'm going to just take you guys off the screen for one second because I want to move money into my spot account. Uh, let's see. Do I have money in the spot account? Okay, I've got, I've got money in the spot account. Amazing. I've got money in the spot account. It's, this is great. I'm ready. I'm ready to trade. If you're not ready to trade, you've got to have, account, you've got to have an account on Bybit. Here I am. My weapons are drawn. Guys, if you do like this kind of live trading fast show, um, then smash a like button. Let me know. Okay, we're trading. $1.50. Too high. I can't short. There's no perpetuals. $2. Okay, now if I had my tokens, I would sell them, but my tokens haven't arrived yet. So... Let's see when the tokens, the price is high now. Do not buy this thing now. Do not buy this thing now. That, this would give Jupiter a fully diluted valuation of $20 billion. Do not buy this thing. If you can, short it. If you can, short it. But you can't because there's no perpetuals. Specifically, I can't see any perpetuals on Bybit. Um, $2, very high. Be careful. What's happening now is no one has their tokens, so no one is able to sell. And only very few people. So if you can, short, short. I don't think we can short. Can we short? No, we, we can't short. For God's sake, I wish I could short. Don't buy this, guys. Don't buy this. Don't buy, don't buy this. Don't buy this. If I get my tokens, let me see what the ETA is on getting my tokens. Let me get the tokens and actually sell them and buy them back cheaper. So let's try and, let's try and do that live. Um, hold on. I'm, I'm calling my traders. 
Let's see, let's see. So Jupiter's live, $2. Do not buy it at $2. It is way too high. It's a $20 billion fully diluted valuation. You got to be crazy if you're buying it now. Crazy, crazy, crazy if you're buying it now. Um, oh, my traders are not answering the phone. Hopefully it's because they're trading Jupiter. How long till we get our token, sir? Okay, claim and send. Let's go. We want to sell. We want to short the shit out of this thing. Okay, we're all ready. Okay, so we are ready. He'll drop us a message. The trader will drop us a message when he's ready for us to trade. In the meantime, we're not trading Jupiter. We're not buying at $2. If you buy now, the problem is that no one is available to sell to you because people haven't started trading their tokens yet or getting their tokens. So what we're going to expect now is we're going to expect this thing to come down. And I think it's going to come down to under a dollar. If you have your tokens, dump them now. Dump them now, buy them back cheaper, which is what I'm going to do the second that I get my tokens. I'm going to dump them now and I'm going to be buying these tokens back cheaper later on today. And I bet you, let's just keep watching this for a few minutes. You're going to see that as more and more and more people take the token, okay, there was no opportunity to buy because it opened at $2. But let's see what happens. Let's see if, man, I wish I could, sh I could short the living shits out of this thing. But I can't. Let's see if the traders managed to claim my tokens yet because... Now we've got to claim the tokens, we've got to send them to the exchange, and we've actually got to start selling them. Okay, let's see. We are live. And waiting, sir. Okay, we're live and waiting. Still $2, still $2. This is amazing. We're actually literally trading the Jupiter airdrop live. Okay, now there we go. 199, gone. 199 is now gone. If you've got your tokens, good time to sell. 198, still a great time to sell. 197, still a great time to sell. Sell your tokens if you have tokens. If you have tokens, sell your tokens. 159, 163, 168. We're going to continue to come down now. We're going to go under a dollar. Mark my words, we're going under a dollar. Okay, let's watch. 164. If you have tokens, sell them as quickly as possible. Sell into this. Sell into this. You ain't going to see these prices again for a long time. For a long time, you ain't going to see these prices. If you have your tokens, sell your tokens. Um, there we go. Trading. Once, there we go. 150. That's more like it. See, more and more people are getting their tokens. Um, my tra my, our traders are going to let us know when they've sent us the tokens. Hopefully, we can still capitalize on selling our tokens immediately and buying the tokens uh, back quickly. Let's see if we can buy the sell them and buy quickly. 148. I'm still a seller. I'm still a seller. At $2, I was a seller. I'm, I'm perpetuals on Jupiter. Where? Where can I find perpetuals? Somebody let me know where I can find perpetuals on Jupiter. Okay, bang. Look at that, 140. As per my prediction, it's going to go lower. 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 Because, I mean, if my traders haven't yet been able to claim the tokens, and my traders are good traders, you can imagine that, that a lot of people, here we go, in the Banton newsroom, is there a, in the Banton Newsroom researchers, just let me know if there's anywhere that I can short. Because this thing should go down to 70 cents. It should go down to 70 cents on the chain. So if you've got your tokens and you can get your tokens, congratulations to Louis. Louis, Louis Lips, congratulations for managing to get out. There we go, 115. The price that I'm seeing on chain now is 70 cents. So we are going to wait for this price to come down all the way down to 70 cents. You've just witnessed how to protect yourself from these airdrops. You sell as quickly as you get them, and then you can buy your tokens back cheaper. Like, Louis, if you want, you can buy your tokens back when we get to below 70. Below 70. Um, okay, here we go. 
Okay, 124. There we go. It's going to carry on coming down. Let's go to I'm out. Sold my Solana for the I'm, I'm out. Sold my Solana for the upcoming dip. Well, don't sell your Solana because I think what's going to happen is that the Solana tokens are actually going to run. And I'll show you that in a couple of seconds. So listen, we'll watch this for a second, but let's go back to our altcoin thesis. We are preparing, we are hoping for the best. The best is that we actually get a price move down. But we're prepared for the worst, and that is that we continue to actually go up. If we continue to go up, We've got a nice bag. We're holding our bags. Here's the bag over here. We spoke about it. Here we go, back to 105. Um, so you can see over here, okay, I've just been logged out. I will, I, will log, I will log back in when the traders tell me it's safe to log back in. We're going down to 107. If we go down, we're holding our amazing bag. And up, we're holding our amazing bag. If we go down, I've got a buy list. For my buy list, I've got multiple zones that I'm going to be buying. And I got these charts from Sheldon on my specific buy list. So basically... I've made a buy list. That's what the buy list looks like. I've written it down. I'm going to put in a price one. So if you have, for example, on Beam, price one would be around 1.4 and price two would be around 10 cents or one cent. And I'm going to populate that with both prices. I'm going to say like 0, 0.014 and zero. Okay, I'll, ch I'll change a decimal. So it's 0, 0.014. And then here it's 0, 0.01. And then what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to score myself and I'm going to say, did I actually have the balls to execute what I said I was going to execute? Yes or no? I believe that if you write down your plan and then you are rewarded by filling in the cells for actually having the conviction to execute your plan, that is the biggest trick here. And the reason why it is the biggest trick is because once you've written, when we get to that level, when Bitcoin goes down to 32 or to 36, which is where we, we're expecting it to potentially go. It's going to be really scary. You're going to get to this point and you're going to go, holy shit, this market's about to take a dump. This market's never, ever, ever going to recover. And it's going to be very, very, very hard for you to execute on a plan. And that's why I think the best thing that you do is you write down your plan and then you grade yourself for actually having the conviction to execute. And if you do, and you have the conviction to execute, you score yourself and you say, what success looks like here is the ability to trade out of your comfort zone and execute on a predetermined plan, even when the market is making you feel like it's not a great time to actually execute. So do this. Create your buy list. I'm going to drop all of my buy list and my charts on the front runners Discord so that you guys have got my charts and my, my, uh, my list. I'm going to do it straight after the show for all of you. But do this for yourself and then make sure that you actually execute. Okay, you can watch the price of Jupiter actually coming down. As I said to you, we're looking for 70 cents and below. This is still high. If I get my tokens in the next couple of minutes, um, and you see my, my trader says, still not working. So a lot of people still haven't, haven't got their tokens. But if you have got your tokens, I think it's still left to buy. To, I think it's still um, uh, 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 a good time to be dumping. But that, that, that's up to you guys. I'm waiting for my, for my tokens yet. I haven't got my tokens yet. All right, so... I think this is the big news of the day is, is trading this Jupiter airdrop. So much volatility, but not a lot of people have their tokens and there's not a lot of, um, not a lot of the derivatives. Uh, researchers, if there are derivatives, just let me know in the show group or in the retail group that there are derivatives. Also, I think we should look at which other tokens are actually moving today. I mean, it says Jupiter down 46%. You can't really say that. Um, let's look at which other tokens would actually move. So the tokens that I thought actually might move today... Miro, the meme coin, obviously, because, because of the Solana narrative, I think Solana itself would maybe start moving when people liquidate their uh, Jupiter. 
and actually start buying Solana. I mean, this Jupiter airdrop is a big thing. Look at the Jupiter volume. So look at the volume that Jupiter does um, of the total DEX volume on Solana. Just to give you an idea of like, this blue part here is Jupiter. This is a, a very, very, very serious thing. Um, and I mean, I think if you look here, um, Jupiter Direct, 80% organic volume, most used trading platform in DeFi, most used service on Solana, top two on volume by CoinGecko, most integrated platform on Solana. So this is a, this is a big deal. This is a big, big, big deal, this airdrop. Um, and that's why I think that a lot of the other tokens may actually start moving. I think that that the, the meme coins may actually start moving because you guys are a bunch of DGENs and this is you guys. They drop, they drop you guys with an amazing casino token and you guys get in the car and start looking. I'm looking at you because I know I saw you trading meme coins earlier. Josh, I'm looking at you also because I know that you're trading DJ and meme coins. This is what the guys are doing. So listen, we're going to watch the sales. As people dump their Jupiter, as people, the, the process now, people have to claim their Jupiter. Once they've claimed their Jupiter, they have to move them to an exchange. Once they move them to an exchange, they then have to decide if they want to sell it or not. My feeling is as follows. We watch the Jupiter price. Here is the model that I, that I kind of like. So anything under 40 cents, we buy like crazy guys. Anything between 40 and 80, Probably fair value. Probably fair value, I think. So like, I think 70 is around, 60 to 70 is around fair value. Anything above 70, I, until about 90, I do nothing. And then 90 plus, I short, if I can. Someone says it's under 70 cents now. It's 70 cents. It's exactly what I told you would happen, and it happened. And I'm glad that we did it live because you could see how most retail investors actually get scammed by buying the airdrops before or, or, or trying to not the, yeah trying to buy the airdrops as soon as the airdrop launches very 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 big mistake and i hope i've managed to save you guys a lot of money by not doing it and i'm saying to you look now we're getting into like fair value territory i still wouldn't be buying this thing because i'm not a, not a lot of people have got their tokens right and you can only sell something that you have you can't sell something that you don't have until they're derivatives right so let's go so next one is, so this is, yeah, so we're looking at that. These are all the tweet, These are all the tokens that I'm actually looking for. Plus, uh, I'm also looking for whales. There's a token called whales. What whales is, it's a OTC DEX. And this is where, yeah, it's this, it's this one over here. It's slightly down today. Um, this is one that I'm also looking at. Why am I looking at this? Because this is where the whales are going to start um, buying and selling their OTCs for all these amazing airdrops. So again, let's just quickly see how it's going here. 68 cents, uh, neutral, neutral for me, neutral, neutral, neutral for me. Let's keep watching, let's keep watching. In the meantime, while we're watching, let's quickly just look at some other altcoin news. One is um, Super, uh, Elio's project. Elio released a video yesterday. Quite a big update, actually. Let's quickly just look at, uh, um, so people are just look. let's see. Let's see. So El Elio talks about the new project and he talks about uniting and unifying GameFast. It seems like he's positioning this as a real platform that where all the other games and gaming studios plug in and this becomes the 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 place where the unifying network okay so let me show you uh is the essence of what the project superverse is seeking to achieve and so it's really important that this brand signify and show to the world what the protocol is looking to do in the world 
Gaming United is the essence, the mission of the protocol. It calls for unity and strength within the entire gaming industry. And in two words, you can explain exactly what Superverse is going to do for the crypto gaming industry. Now for the uninitiated, gaming is the biggest online entertainment industry or the biggest entertainment industry period. And it has a parabolic growth curve. You can see here that movies and films, as far as the amount of money that people put into them has been mostly So he's unifying gaming. Early. He's unifying gaming on the platform. He gives his thesis around gaming. You can go and watch the whole video on his channel. Uh, nine minutes 29 is the next timestamp that I had stamped for you guys. Project in the space. And now we get to the super fun part of this. All the best games, one token. Super is being integrated across elite Web3 gaming titles, creating the first ever unified crypto gaming network. Super is partnering up with tons of games in this industry, the best of the best. Again, the goal is to push great games to success, not literally every game to success. So Super will be focusing only on the highest quality of games, trying to support them in every way possible to achieve that mainstream crossover. So you get what he's doing, and you can go and listen to it on the net on his uh, channel. But basically what he's doing is he is um, unifying all the games He's unifying all the uh, uh, games, putting them onto one platform in terms of a, a, a platform, in terms of launches, in terms of announcements, in terms of a currency. And that token is Superverse, which is the token that we've been following. How did the token respond? Truth is not much. There wasn't much movement when he actually did this. So let's have a look here. Super USD. A little bit of a down day today. It was at 70 cents. It's now at 60 cents. So I guess the market was either anticipating this announcement or um, just didn't like what they had, to, what they heard, or, or didn't love what they heard. So you go and make your decision. Obviously, we're still holding our super position, uh, not changing it for now. Uh, other trade which I saw is this ETH BTC trade. So we did have a reversal of ETH BTC yesterday, which was the beginning of a reversal yesterday. Uh, I mean, a lot of people don't believe that this trade is going to happen. I mean, ETH hasn't been the best performer. I know we have a ETF on Swissborg. This is like a it's, a, it's like an ETF where it's a token, a historical, a bunch of tokens that we've positioned ourselves. Here they are. Um, you can buy this on SwissBorg with one click. There's a link below. You can buy it with one click. And now we're about to make a whole lot of changes. So when we make the changes, it'll actually update your portfolio. So this is, uh, it's quite important. Why do I say that I'm going to make, I'm going to make changes? I'm going to make changes based on how the Bitcoin price actually plays out. So if the Bitcoin price goes down, I'm going to make some massive, massive, massive changes to that portfolio. If you don't want to actively manage a portfolio, you just want to sit back and let us give you guys a generic portfolio, then that's probably, that's probably a good place to be. And we've been outperforming ETH, which is not really saying a lot, but we, we've, been, we've been murdering ETH. We really have murdered ETH. Go and check it out. There's a link below. Uh, you can go check it out. Also remember, um, if you want to win the banter bags, you must have an exchange account. I know a lot of you don't like giving away your KYC. So I got you an exchange that everybody in the world could use even the people that live in that big state that I'm not allowed to mention the name, you know, that big, big, big country with lots of states and they've got a president who's like incoherent. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's not Russia. Not Russia. It's another, yes, the president is like weekend at Bernie's. At Bernie's. At Bernie's, yeah. Yeah, that, it's this weekend at Bernie's. Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's when the guy's like dead, but he's actually alive. That's like, maybe that's like Joe Biden. He's like, Ah, I, said his, I shouldn't have said his name, man. I gave away which country it is. I shouldn't have given away which country it is. Um, okay, so that trade. Next trade, I don't know what's going on with Dogecoin, but there's a lot of activity all of a sudden. We suddenly got a whole lot of new addresses. 
I do hold Dogecoin, not holding a lot, but do hold some Dogecoin. I just saw the addresses. I haven't, I don't know too much about that. Uh, also, I saw that VC funding is starting to increase again, which is, that's good. That gives us a good, um, uh, a good um, gauge as to how the sentiment is. And the sentiment right now looking super good. Um, while I have you here and I have your attention, I need you guys to help me. We're going to carry on talking about altcoins in a, in a couple of seconds, but I need you guys to help me. So in about two minutes, Josh is going to put links to two jobs where we are hiring. We're hiring for two jobs. The first job we're hiring is for crypto researchers. Doesn't matter where you live in the world. If you're a DGEN and you spend your life on Twitter and you keep looking for alpha and you've got a knack for outperforming the market and finding narratives before the market, then send us your CV, but also send us a link or something around the top 10 tokens and why you're buying them. I need to know the whole thesis to be considered. I'm looking to hire five more researchers to, to work with us at Banter. And I need you. I really, really need you. And there's a, list below, there's a link below for the jobs. Click on the link below. If you've been looking for a sign to go full-time crypto, you've just got your sign. If you've got VC or portfolio management experience, and only if you've got VC or portfolio management experience, then apply for the crypto fund manager job because we have a fund and we're looking for people to manage the fund for us, to get exposure to all the best deals in the market, to do the DDs, but you've got to have VC experience. I, I, we can't take on people that, that, can't, that, uh, that, that don't have experience. All right, let's go. Let's, let's, cap, let's carry on looking at our Jupiter trade. 65 cents. I mean, we dodged the bullet there. Some people were going to buy $2. I saw they had their finger on the trigger and I said, don't buy. And I explained to them why. I think we dodged the bullet. We saved our community millions and millions and millions of dollars. Millions and millions and millions and billions and millions and billions and billions of dollars. If you want to see what is happening right now live, you can see the market looks like a, like, like it's just taken a shit. Um, it, let's see, in the last hour, just go to the newsroom. So you can see here. Wow, look at this. Someone, someone posted a very cool link here. Okay, he's yield farming. He's yield farming the Jupiter Jupiter USDT. Okay, that, that's not a bad one. Um, let's see what's going on. Someone said he's just claiming there's a, there is a problem with the Jupiter. Uh, you see, this is a, a place where all the banter researchers are just telling you what they're doing immediately. See, the Irishman saying it's starting to settle on Bybit. Um, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, so that's what's happening. I think Jupiter airdrop is the only thing. Uh, what happened with XRP? Was there a hack on XRP? What's the story? Researchers, dro drop in the research group uh, uh, what's happening with XRP. Someone says there was a hack. Obviously, you can't hack the blockchain. You can hack the company, right? If anything. Let's see if there's anything in the newsroom around XRP. See, all these DGENs are only thinking about one thing. They're just thinking about one thing. Let's look at quickly just some indicators that, that can help us see whether we're going to go up or whether we're going to go down. Because it looks like the market's like lacking a bit of like energy. You know, like it's, it's lacking a bit of vigor. And the truth is that it's actually lacked a bit of vigor since about here and or since about, since the ETF trade, actually. If I think about it, like the market has been lacking vigor since the ETF trade. And you can see like we're only 0.95% up in January. So it's, it's not, it's kind of looking for vigor. When I'm looking to see vigor, I'm kind of looking to see three things. The first thing I'm looking at is I'm looking to see ETF flows. I'm looking to see stablecoin market cap and I'm looking to see DeFi TVL. I think this is, a, this is a great thing. Someone says market is dumping. I'm not dumping, it's 42.7. Could everyone please calm down? Could everyone please calm down? Um, so what are we looking for? We're looking to see 
Stable coins. How are we doing when it comes to stable coins? Well, the bottom was 123 billion, 124 billion. We are now at 135 billion. We've got 11 million, 11 billion new stable coins and three and a half percent of them came in the last 30 days. So one third of them came in the last 30 days. So the rate of increase of stable coin continues to go up. Next, ETF data, 220 million flowed out yesterday, but here we go, so out of grayscale, but net net, we had a, pos- a positive day. We had a 247 inflow into ETFs. Good day. So we ticked, uh, we ticked two boxes, ETF flows and stablecoin. And the next one is DeFi TVL. When you are looking at DeFi TVL, just like one very uh, big um, thing that I want you to remember, DeFi TVL measured, measures all locked value on chain. And sometimes if you lock a Solana on chain and the price of Solana goes up by 100%, You'll think the TVL has actually gone up by 100% because that's what the numbers will say, but that's not true because the price of the underlying assets gone up 100%. So I always say, look at real TVL in DeFi. If you're looking at these indicators, I also saw this, which I think is very, very, very true, right? So he says, I'd like a wake-up call. Uh, she says, it's impossible that the ETF keeps accumulating without the price going parabolic. I mean, I think it's so true. If the biggest advert for the ETF to go up is price, so if the price goes up, people are going to start FOMOing in. Someone says, I don't have my to- I also don't have my tokens. If I had my tokens, I'd be trading it. A lot of people don't have their tokens. So that's why I wouldn't be buying now. I would not be buying. Follow me on Crypto Man Run on Twitter or, get, or if you're in Frontrunners, stay in Frontrunners. I'm going to drop. Frontrunners is our Discord group. It's limited to 1,000 people. You can't get in unless someone dies or, or leaves. And I don't think people are dying or leaving. So um, all the trade setups are here. All the ideas are here. The general chat's here. General chat was going crazy, crazy, crazy earlier. So yeah, this is where our community is gathering. But right now it's full. We'll let you know if, 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 if spaces do open up. Um, yeah, so I do think that, I mean, the other thing which I saw, which is actually very interesting, like for the, ma- for the man in the street, not for us, because we are believing this whole not your keys, not your coins. But for the man in the street, it's actually better to buy the ETF than to hold spot Bitcoin. And I'll tell you why I think that's the case. The first thing is safety. Key storage is dangerous. I would rather, to be honest, I'd rather outsource my key management to five different ETFs and not have to worry about losing my private keys. Uh, they're obviously also hyper tax efficient. If you die, the system knows exactly how to deal with ETFs and stuff like that. It doesn't know how to deal with Bitcoin yet. What are you taxed? How are you taxed? What goes to your estate? And then liquidity. I mean, there's actually much more selling on the ETFs. It's very, very, very fast and the, the trading fees are very low. So I think for the man in the street, it's actually better to own an ETF than to actually hold spot Bitcoin. For us, no. For us, we, we're a bunch of DJs. All right, listen. So let's we could just look at Jupiter one last time. Uh, I haven't got my tokens, so I can't buy and I can't sell, unfortunately, which means that a lot of people haven't got their tokens. 69 cents. Uh, not my buy zone, not my sell zone. I think people are going to carry on. Wait for one more dip. Start looking in the news group, on our news group, and start looking on Twitter when people have got their tokens and dumped their tokens and celebrated taking profits. That is when you start buying. I'm estimating that's going to be at about 50 cents. If not, yeah, I mean, remember, you're in crypto to make 10Xs and 15Xs. You're not in crypto to make 5%, 10%. Problem is, this thing can go to from 50 to 60. That's 15%. That's for ants. That's for ants. Also, remember, if you are part of Frontrunners, all these charts and the buy lists for my buy list will be dropped onto Frontrunners. Um, remember to apply for your jobs. Remember to sign up for your exchanges. Remember to catch us later on Banter Plus where we trade the FOMC live and we'll probably trade some Jupiter coins. See you guys then. Until then, trade well, my friends. <laughs>